Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. Brent has strengthened again in recent days on speculation that OPEC Plus will cut output when they meet on Wednesday. What do you think OPEC Plus are likely to do? Well, the possibility of a cut has been under debate for over a month now, really, since the Saudi energy minister raised this in in an interview before the last OPEC meeting. Uh, The market was then disappointed, really, by a token move that uh, OPEC announced um, at that last meeting. It was only 100,000 barrels per day. But a much more significant move is expected this time. Potentially a million or more barrels per day is under consideration, according to delegates who have been uh, speaking to the press. Apparently, OPEC Plus uh, do now believe that the fundamentals have shifted in the sense of demand weakening or the outlook for demand weakening, particularly after the US increased interest rates and the dollar has strengthened and all the other things that are going on in the world, they do now see demand as being at risk the way it looks according to these reports. And so a preemptive move to avoid surpluses in next year is apparently what they're discussing. Now, the danger with this is that a cut in the headline number won't necessarily be reflected in actual production. And this is because a lot of OPEC plus members are not producing up to their current limits as of now. They're potentially 2 million barrels per day behind. So if OPEC do cut by, let's say, a million barrels per day, uh, Saudi Arabia and the UAE which are up to their limits, are likely to participate in that in full. And that would be a cut of 300,000 barrels per day or something of that order. But it's less clear how much will come from other members, which, as I mentioned, are generally behind on their limits. So the actual impact of a million barrel per day cut in the headline limit might only be 500,000 barrels per day or, or less. But this is why, of course, the market is going to be looking for a significant shift in the headline limits. If we get something like 100,000 barrel per day announced, or as we had last month, that is going to be dismissed as tinkering and I think will be perceived quite negatively. The OPEC Plus meeting will be the first one held in person since the start of the pandemic. Do you think this will be significant? Yes, I I do, actually, because I think now that the COVID cuts have been unwound, it's perhaps time for OPEC to have a a bit of a refresh on its strategy. And again, going back to the comments of that interview with the Saudi energy minister before the last OPEC plus meeting, uh, he he did seem to be saying that something along those lines was under discussion. And if they are now having an in-person meeting, that would seem to be a good time to confirm that and set out how this strategy is going to work. So it may be that whatever cut is announced, if any, on the meeting on Wednesday, that it is put in the context of that strategy, but we'll have to wait and see. And what are the levels to look out for ahead of the meeting? Well, $90 per barrel area has been a resistance area. So I think that's the first one to look out for on the upside. And the market is up uh, this morning as we speak, around 88.50. Above that, the nearest moving average we have is the 50-day average around $95 per barrel. If, on the other hand, there's disappointment, then potentially we could see a retest on on recent lows. For example, there's the 83.65 low. Turning to gas, last week there was significant damage to Nord Stream 1 and 2 gas pipelines. Have there been any further developments on this? Well, the news is that the leak has now stopped in the sense that all the gas that's going to leave has left. So it's now possible to examine the damage and see what has been going on. And what we know so far is that there were explosions. This has been confirmed by seismological data and that the damage occurred in a few places that are quite widely spaced. So it seems unlikely to be accidental. Uh, The finger of blame, is at least here and in the West, is being pointed at Russia. It does seem odd, though, 
why on earth would you attack your own gas pipeline? But of course, there was no gas flowing through that that pipeline anyway. And it may be that Russia was trying to make a point that uh, they can attack any subsea oil and gas infrastructure in Europe uh, and hence increase the pressure on, on European countries as we head into the winter. But by attacking their own pipeline, they're not going to uh, solicit necessarily a response from NATO. So, But uh, still highly uncertain. That's purely a, a speculative point of view. Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.